Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Vish coming to you live from Charlotte. Well, not live. This is I am speaking live into a microphone, but obviously this will go out on the podcast feed. Um, covering the ACC basketball tip-off, which is a two-day event that um, that the first day is the women, the second day is the men. This is uh, Tuesday night, so or Tuesday afternoon actually. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, the women are. Uh, are on Tuesday, the men are tomorrow, um, so I'm going to give you a little behind-the-scenes look at this, uh, talk about, uh, you know, our canes, of course, um, but just, just kind of a little rundown of how the two days work, and then we'll talk about the, uh, the women's, uh, the women's media hits today, um, so, uh, first there's essentially each school does a, uh, does a, um, a press conference, like a formal press conference hosted that goes out on ACC Network X, so yeah, those you can pull them up if you're an ESPN subscriber. You can obviously get the replay of that too. Uh, and then um, there are breakout sessions. We have 30 minutes where you can ask. You know, you can do kind of more intimate one-on-one stuff. Um, and basically, it's sequenced from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's teams going at all times. Um, for uh, the Canes, uh, I guess a little bit fortunately for me. Um, but unfortunately for them, they were the 8 a.m. breakout session, so literally the first first one. Um, so, you know, people that maybe aren't affiliated with Miami uh, wouldn't really sh- necessarily show up for the first session. So it was a lightly attended, which gave me a great opportunity to hang with the team. Um, and uh, it was um, – so so generally, although there's some violators of this, generally it's, uh, it's the coach and two players. Uh, for us, it was uh, obviously Katie Meyer and – Julia Williams and uh, Jasmine Roberts, and I did speak to uh, Julia and Jasmine for about five minutes each. That is on the podcast feed, the uh, previous episode, so check that out if you want details on that. But yeah, essentially they were all sitting at different tables, and uh, um, yeah, you can you know interview them. Um, I didn't interview Coach. <laughs> um, those of us that are uh, th- those of you that are longtime listeners of the Bucket Show knows. Uh, She's friend of the program, named the program. You know how close we are to Coach Meyer. So um, uh, we just interviewed her like a week ago for half an hour. So I felt like probably wasn't worth it. So instead we talked about chicken. Um, again, if you're a fan of Buckets, you know our uh, our big Popeyes uh, versus Chick-fil-A debate. She came down on Bojangles. I did uh, did ask Julia and Jasmine. Jasmine went Chick-fil-A. Uh, Julia went uh, Popeyes. So Julia had the right answer there. Um, and yeah, the team flew in. Um um, on a charter, which is good. That's a new new thing for them. So again, uh, the athletic department continues to invest in this program, and it's paying dividends. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of how that went, and then you proceed into the large room where they do the uh, they do the uh, that formal press conference uh, interview style for fifteen minutes, and then the the coaches and uh, and and the coach and uh, players they do a bunch of media hits. They kind of get shepherded around ACC network, uh, has multiple shows going here. So, you know, they kind of hit all of those and yeah, it's a fun time. The whole hotel that we're staying in is the same one where, where it's hosted. There's a, there is a, uh, there's just ACC, uh, paraphernalia everywhere. Um, and it's, it's a good time. Um, it's a good chance to really interact with the players. Um, so tomorrow will be the men just to, to get you up to speed on where we are. Uh, and that'll be in the middle of the day for our men, so um, they should have uh, more attention. Well, generally speaking, obviously the men's does get m- more highly attended, but the men's formal interview session is from uh, 12 to 12.15, 12. 
and then their uh, and then their breakouts are twelve fifteen to twelve forty five. Now, um, very different from um, from uh, the women. They also have a breakout for Radio Row. There's a small Radio Row here, nothing like what you would see at the Super Bowl. Um, so they'll be doing that at eleven to eleven thirty. This is all on Wednesday. In case you get this after Wednesday, this would have already happened. But if you download it Tuesday night, Tuesday evening night when I put it out. You know, just so you know, tomorrow's schedule, because a lot of this stuff is on ACC Network X. I'm sure the school will say which radio hits they're doing, so you can consume all this content. Definitely the formal press conference is on ACC Network X. The breakout is not, um, again, uh, for the women's breakout. I was the one who interviewed them, so that is on this podcast feed, so you can definitely get that. Um, and then we'll see how tomorrow goes. I expect it to be a lot more crowded, uh, so I might not be able to get the one-on-one time. Uh, for the men, the players, in addition to Coach L, obviously, that'll... That'll be um, that'll be out there are uh, Nigel and a uh, Norchad so so that that'll, that'll be a good time so it's both of them and and, and Coach L and we'll kind of see how how those breakouts work I, I don't know how much time we'll, we'll we'll get with them or if I'll even get any one on one time with them but if so um, I'll definitely either way I'll definitely recap uh, on the podcast tomorrow but let's talk about the women now um, so um, you know, it was it was kind of interesting talking to both Jasmine and and Julia again. You can get the the full uh, version of that, but both of them and Coach Meyer and, and on ACC Network X. If you want to watch the replay, you can kind of see the formal interview. You know, they're not satisfied with with how the season ended last year. We we got that from Coach Meyer on the Bucket Show a couple of weeks ago, um, and you know, in the immediate aftermath when she first came on uh, of that elimination, and and I really it does feel like they. They feel like they blew that game. Um, that they should have, they should have uh, been able to win that game. And and the, they, for those that don't recall that game against LSU, who obviously went on to win the championship, uh, the Canes locked them up defensively, did a great job defensively, and just could not get the ball to go in the basket. And um, you could hear <laughs> how that stuck with 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 these women. Um, the uh, the uh, Julia and Jasmine both like if we just made a couple more jumpers if we just and it, and it was that close it was that that finely poised on, on on a nice edge most of that game and then just just could never get the ball to go in and it was kind of a, a sad way for the the season to end just because they played so well and just the ball wouldn't go in it's one of those things they got the execution they needed they got the looks they needed they played outstanding defense and came up short and you know it does feel like. They view this as a missed opportunity and one where where they could they could um come back and 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 win in the and and you know finish the job get to the final four it does that doesn't seem out out of uh out of um out of their 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 mindset and I will say the thing there's a couple of things I expect to see this year based on kind of talking to the team today and or to at least to Julie and Jasmine really getting a sense from Coach Meyer of where they're at well I mean. First of all, let's just you know talk about the the program, the culture there. What you're gonna get is you're gonna get effort. You're gonna get high character. Um, you're gonna you're gonna get you know a great group of people that generally enjoy playing with each other, which matters a lot. Um, for a team uh, like the Canes, who brought in a bunch of transfers, incorporating them into that culture is really important. And Coach Meyer talked about that, and and she said you know when you look at Lamaya Hilton, when you look at Jada Patrick, um, those are, those are, those are Miami players. They weren't at Miami, but they're Miami players. And I think what's happened, uh, and you've seen the men do this as well, but what's happened lately with the women is 
done a really good job identifying good fits. You look at last year's team, so many of those players were transfers. Lola, Destiny, uh, Haley, Carla. Like they 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 rode transfers and and you know obviously Jalea Jasmine are back Lachey Dwyer there's a lot of returning talent we'll talk about the bigs in a second because that's another interesting conversation that coach talked about but you know getting the right fits and both Lamaya and Jada um, coach really talked about their defense and how how strong they were defensively and you know. <laughs> Jalea talked about how good she is defensively. Um, Jasmine talked about the pride she takes in her defense. I mean, this is a team that I think is going to look to choke people off and shut them down defensively. And and so I expect a lot of that. Um, and I expect a lot of of really locked down defense. And then with it sounds like Lamai and Jada might come off the bench based just on the conversation today, which isn't surprising because um, you're kind of going to see Cheyenne and... and and Jalea and and Jasmine and I'm gonna get to the bigs in a second starting, um, but th- th- Coach Mar really talked about how um, about how that coming off the bench they can actually be better defensively and just come at you in waves and he said that's a big thing that she stresses is when you come in off the bench make us better don't just like sustain but make us better do something better than the, what the the starters are doing and I think defensively that's where it's gonna be. Uh, Julie also talked about how Lamaya gets after the ball so much that it's it takes some pressure off of her for having to do that on every possession. Obviously, Lachey's a bulldog defensively. Um, so I, I think this team is really on the perimeter, going to be really, really strong defensively. Um, but let's let's talk about, about the bigs. Um, so Lazaria Spillman is, 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 is probably going to be one of the the surprises, I think, for most of the ACC. Um, I I was very excited about her last year, as you saw her kind of struggle a little bit at the beginning. She was really starting to come on, um, and then got hurt against Syracuse. Made it back for the tournament, but that kind of stunted her upward trajectory. Coach Meyer and both of the players, uh, Julia and Jasmine, were just raving about how good she is now and how much she's taken that freshman to sophomore leap. Um, and um and and just make shots that are incredible and and I think we're gonna I think we have a superstar in the making here. Keeping in mind, she was a McDonald's All American, um. So this was a big time recruit. This was an amazing get by Coach Meyer a couple of years ago. And again, some injuries kind of held her from fully kind of taking advantage of that last year. But she, I think she's gonna be amazing. And then the other <laughs> McDonald's All American team, Kyler Oldacre. Um, she's also coach talked about how, how her conditioning has improved. And again, that freshman to sophomore improvement, you see it there. Um, she's, she's become a vocal leader defensively, um, which is going to be big. Cause there is a miss there with Lola Pendon. It was a great defender. So, and, and coach did talk about how both Lazaria and, and, um, and Kyla need to, uh, need, need, need to learn how to play, play that big time defense, especially at the end of games. But you know, I think there's a lot of promise in that front court as well. And this is a really well balanced team. And I think, again, this is a team with high expectations that they're putting on themselves. Um, there's a big focus on team chemistry. She talked about how when they went to Europe, uh, they read uh, Jay Billis's toughness. And there she said, We're there 10 days, there's 10 chapters. We read one chapter every day and discussed it as a team. And then, in terms of the slow, like she's like, they, they asked her, I'm like, What's your slogan for the year? 
and she said one percent and one more and that means like do one percent better do one more so basically in practice if they do a drill and they don't do it well they do one more and just tacking onto that and she talked about making marginal gains and i think that's you know bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everything happened so fast last year, right? You're going into Indiana in the second round. You're not really expecting to win. They win that. And all of a sudden, they're in the, they beat Villanova. They're in the Elite Eight, this team. And it's a rapid ascension. But if you've been following this program, they've been playing really good basketball for a really long time, and it just hadn't clicked in the postseason. And so I think even Coach Meyer, and I was just like, this is a good program. It's a good team. And she talked about marginal gains will get them where they want to be. They no longer need to you know, dramatically change the trajectory of the program. They no longer need to take a big leap forward. They need an incremental small gain forward, and that'll push them to the Final Four. That'll push them to the top. And I think they have those aspirations this year. The, these these women are talking about, you know, really doing something special beyond what was done last year. And what was done last year was making the Elite Eight and giving the the eventual champions a really strong game in the in the Elite Eight. And I think... You know, they're thinking Final Four here. They're thinking, you know, maybe even winning the whole thing. And and I think they intentionally also put together some of the schedule to do that. Uh, Coach Meyer talks a lot about how, you know, they're out of conference. There's a lot of different styles. They can get used to playing against different types of teams. I think the expectations here from within the program are the sky's the limit. And I, I, think, I think that's probably the first time we can say that just because something has always gone wrong in the postseason with this team. And last year didn't, well, I guess it sort of did against LSU because they very well could have won that game, but it certainly was a huge step forward. And I think that confidence is there now and the expectations there, and they're putting it on themselves. I mean, as much as, you know, we've certainly talked on buckets a lot about, you know, going to Cleveland to cheer this team on in the final four. I think they're also thinking that and, and thinking, thinking that they can do that. And, you know, they're putting that responsibility on themselves. There's a very deep team. And I think they're, it's a team that, with Ali Stedman, with Cheyenne Day-Wilson, has infused some offense and some shot-making that probably was not there that last year. Now, look, losing Destiny Harden's leadership is massive. And she's a playmaker. She's a bucket getter. But, you know, she struggled with her shot at times last year. I think you're going to have a smoother offense out of Stedman and um and and Day Wilson just in terms of making shots like jumpers from distance hopefully opening the floor up running two bigs instead of one like two traditional bigs with Spearman and and uh and um 
Kyla is going to be big too, and it looks like Latasha will probably be ready um, for the seasons. That's a third big you can come in off the bench with, and then playing that defense. I think this is the. I think I think this is a probably a more balanced team than last year. Now does not have the leadership that is proven on the court necessarily. I mean, Jasmine stepped up big. I actually talked to her about this. You know, that Villanova game had the big lead, lost it, and she's the one who stepped up and kind of pushed the team over the finish line in that game. Um, but you know, losing Destiny is a huge loss leadership wise, and the players still talk about how much like how much they value that relationship that they still obviously have with her. So that's a big loss, but. I think on balance, this team probably looks better than last year's. And again, but last year's again was a nine seed um, in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. So I think there's probably hopes that they could potentially host as a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. And and you know again, do better. You know, marginal gains. Do do a little bit better than last year. That's the sense I'm getting from the team. Um, that's certainly the expectations we have on buckets. We think this is going to be a big year for the Kane women. And I think we're kind of seeing that attitude there like once you've accomplished that you know you don't want to go back to to not doing that and and that expectation has now been set within the program i think that's really important it's not just us saying it it's that sense within the program that this this program can accomplish anything there's been more monetary investment in it the last few years it's showing up on the court certain things like you don't really think about like they they talked about you know they came on a charter flight and that's the first time they've done that and while well, that might seem like not a big deal. The thing about when you're doing that, instead of flying commercial out to to um, these college towns, and sometimes you know there's not a straight flight. At least the ACC is mo- more city based. But if you're if you're flying to Virginia Tech or something, you're not. There's no direct from Miami to Blacksburg. Like, and you're flying commercial. That's pretty brutal. That probably involves you know a couple of flights and a bus ride, um, and and that. That can wear you down when you're playing these tough ACC road games against really good teams. And, you know, these little investments like, hey, the flight's going to leave on time. It's going to be comfortable. We're going to land rested. All of that stuff matters on the margins when you're playing, again, in, in what is the best basketball conference in the country. The ACC women are by far and away. I mean, they're just, I mean, walking around the the. <laughs> the radio row here, you're just seeing superstars left and right. I mean, it is impressive. Um, obviously, like our focus here is on Miami, but just looking at some of the names here, I mean, I'm just reading some of them off here. I mean, you've got obviously uh, Elizabeth Kitley is one of the best players in the country. You got Elise Williams at Wake Forest. Um, Daisha Fair was so good for Syracuse last year. She's back, and you just you kind of walk past Deja Kelly on North Carolina. You're walking past these people, and you're like, oh, I recognize all these people. I mean, it, it is a who's who um, because that's how strong. Um, the ACC is in women's basketball. And so, you know, those those things like chartering a plane instead of flying commercial, those make a difference. And um, and I, I just the investment in the program, we already have the best coach in the country. I will I will I will I, I'll stand I'll, I'll stand and gladly die on that hill. And now we're seeing, you know, that kind of that ability now to attract talent because of some of these investments that meet the coaching and that is producing some of the best teams in, in school history, and this has the potential to be the best team in school history. So it's an exciting time. It was great to catch up with the team. I, it was it was very early, um, eight a.m., and then they were like the media availability outside of like TV and stuff for us was was done at eight forty five in the morning. Um, 
but you know the the the, the uh, it's just an exciting time to 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 cover to follow to support Kane's women's basketball and um it's going to be a good season um so uh yeah stay tuned to to the bucket show Thursday at 7 p.m. we will do our weekly uh, YouTube show definitely check that out also um all of our YouTube shows get sliced up actually into multiple episodes. So you can kind of micro target the topics you're listening to right on this podcast feed. So make sure you're subscribing to this. Um, you know, if you're driving around in your car, like you don't have to open YouTube and hit play on YouTube, just grab the podcast. Um, and you can actually, again, kind of, kind of listen to the part you want. For example, uh, yesterday's six rings cane show. We, uh, I split it up into, uh, there's, we talked about Clemson then we talked about Virginia. I split that up into two episodes. So if you want to just listen to one of those, you can. You're obviously great if you listen to both, but so we're trying to kind of, you know, do a little bit better of like getting content targeted out there so you all can, you know, consume what you want. Um, There's going to be a lot of basketball coverage coming up. Obviously, the season is around the corner. Um, tomorrow is the men. Um, so I will be covering that. I'll see how that goes. Um, definitely at least do one of these, but uh, might be more content there beyond that. Um, Again, Thursday Buckets, uh, Matt, our, our co-host, is doing some conference previews just generally for college basketball to kind of orient everyone as we head into the season. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that in the feed. Um, and, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, – there will be more stuff on this feed tomorrow. And then, obviously, Buckets, Thursday, 7 p.m. on uh, YouTube with the podcast showing up on this feed after that show. Um, so I'll come back tomorrow um, with a recap of the the uh, the men's uh, day at, at ACC basketball tip off. Uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll 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 be with you again tomorrow.